Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf pay alf. The gemara daf pay amen alf brought down the halacha that a person who brings out chatzigur garis and then he brings out another chatzigur garis in the same halam, he is going to be chayv because of because they're going to be tzar. For the gemara brought down that's only if it's in one if he brings them out to one of shesarab. If he brings them out to two shesarabs, then he's not going to be chayv. The gemara had an interesting discussion. What exactly is considered two shesarabs? Does it have to be separated by a karmelis or a pisla, or as long as there is any sort of separation, that is going to separate them into two shesarabs? And the gemara on the base we saw the mishnah, which spoke about some other shiur that a person needs to be in order to be chayv on Shabbos for. So when a person takes out earth and a person takes out fertilizer and sand, what those shiurim were, that was the discussion on the base. Today, Bezer Hashem, we're going to learn about some more shiurim which are required for four different items. When a person takes out a bone on Shabbos, when a person takes out some rocks on Shabbos, and then Bezer Hashem on the other base, we're going to see interesting discussion about what is going to matter. Mishnah covered up So it says the Hellegig Mishnah on the top of the Peal from Aleph. Etzem says the Mishnah of a person takes out a bone on Shabbos, how much of what is the shear in order to be chayef? So it says the Mishnah Kedelas is tired in order to make a spoon. Rabbi says Kedelas is Menuchaf in order to make a lock with it. What is the shear when a person takes out a piece of glass on Shabbos? Could they ligger by Reish in order to scrape off the top of the weaver's instrument? When a person takes out a pebble or a rock, and he has to take out the shear, the amount of a small pebble that he would throw at a bird in the air to knock it down. Or Buzzer and Yaakov, Buzzer and Yaakov says, Kadei Lizrek with Behem, in order to throw it at an animal, we'll see exactly what the shear is in the Gemara. Says the Helgi Gemara, Lememer de Shear de Rudanafish, or Kaimon de Shear de Rabbanafish, asked the Gemara, it sounds like from that Rehuda Shear is a bigger shear than Chalim, that it sounds like in order to make a lock is a bigger shear than in order to make a spoon. So ask the Gemara, the we've found that the shear of Yehuda is going to be smaller, not going to be bigger. And again, the Rishayim discuss exactly what's the problem if in one place the shear is bigger, one place the shear is smaller. The Rishayim basically come out that in regards to the shear on Shabbos, we're going to have to be consistent that if you hold that, we always go back to the smaller shear, so we should always go back to the smaller shear. And if we go back to the bigger shear, then we should always go back to the bigger shear. So ask the Gemara, the because over here it sounds like the Yehuda is saying the bigger shear, the Yehuda is being more makel, and we found that other places Yehuda is more machmer. So answers the Gemara, Amrula, Chafi, Paisach. We're not talking about the actual lack, we're talking about making the teeth of the lock, which is a much smaller shear, and who just said the shear in order to make a lock? Who wasn't talking about the lock itself? He's talking about the teeth of the lock, and that is a smaller shear. Says we're going to write to Tanar the the teeth of a lock are going to be tar as long as they're not attached to the lock yet. Rashi explains they're not considered a keli, and therefore they're going to be tar. The If you put them into the lock, then they're going to become they're going to be kabbalatoma because then they become part of a kli, and they're going to be kabbalatoma. However, if you put them into if it's part of a lock, which is part of a gate, meaning it's something which is the karka, even though you attach the lock to the door, the kavmes marmer, and you knocked it. With nails to hire and to call them because if the lock is connected to the gate, which is connected to the ground, the halacha is that anything which is the karka is not going to be kabbalatoma, and therefore the lock is not going to be kabbalatoma. And again, many of these halachas of things which are kabbalatoma and not kabbalatoma are not really practically in a gea because we don't really have the halachas of tomatari nowadays. However, they aren't a gea in one specific era of halacha in regards to tomas nida. There are only geyser ksamim on something which is kabbalatoma. So therefore, anything which is the chabal karka, that are not geyser, that is going to be kabbalatoma. It's not going to be a problem of ksam, which is a gea when a woman finds. Dam in the base. Like he say that normally is not going to call Tom unless it's on a bus, on a plane, then since you discussion in the place. Says the Elgig Marbiter, Zuchuchis Kade Ligur. The Mishnah said that glass in order to scrape Tana, Zuchuchis Kade Luftsevish, Neminim Kachas. We had another gear so which said that Zuchuchis, instead of spelling with a Zayim, we spelled with a Samach. That Zuchuchis sometimes is spelled with a Samach because it comes from the Lushan of that when you look through it. And the Shir was Kade Luftsevish, Neminim Kachas, that the amount of glass that you need to cut two warp threads in half. So again, it's the same thing. Zuchuchis with a Samach and with a Zayim is referring to the same thing. Just Machlek is what exactly is the Shir. Is it the share in a Mishnah? We have a rice which has the share of cutting two threads in half. Says the Gemara right there. It's Rari Avin Kedilzrik Ba'if Rebelezer Amar Biyakar and Biyachan Vushemar Geshespa. Says the Gemara this that Rebelezer Biyakar said that you would throw the amount of a shear of a stone that you throw at an animal. That's referring to a stone that the animal would actually feel. It has to be a big enough stone that the animal would feel that you threw the rock at it. Says the Gemara Kamishir. What is that shear? What's that amount of what? what how big does a rock have to be in order for the animal to feel it? Says the Gemara. Tanya Rebelezer Biyakar Emer Mishkasar. This is referring to the weight of Asarazus. Says the Gemara right there. Zunin Olei Midrash. Zunin is a person name of a person. 
person came into Beis Medish. And Armelu said, What is the size of stones that a person is allowed to bring into the bathroom? In the old days, they used to wipe themselves in the bathroom with stones. And the question was, What is the amount of rocks he's allowed to bring into Beis Medish? And Rashi brings down to Pshatim, either we're talking about Israel, right? So, or Israel Total, meaning their Abanon made Xera of Mukta. However, on rocks that you would use the Beis Medish is not going to be Mukta. The question was, How much rocks does a person normally use their Abanon allow you to bring into the bathroom? So it says the Gemara. Amrulet said back to him, Kazayas Kaeguzikabe, you're allowed to bring these three amounts of rocks. They used to have these three sizes of rocks that they would use. First the smallest rock, and then they use a middle sized rock, and then they use the size of an uh, then the size of an egg. Amrulet said back to him, Khi Turkhan Yachin, is a person going to bring a scale into the bathroom? Meaning you tell me he has to bring these exact sizes of rocks into the bathroom. But a person's not gonna have a scale, how do you know how to measure them? So Nimun Bugamish the Khum came together and they said, Malaya, the person's allowed to bring as much as he can fit into his hand, that's the amount of rocks he can bring into the bathroom as tissue paper. Says Martani Racing Amber, Kazayas Kaeguzikabe, and one in one bright we have the Rabiasi said the share of Kazayas and another Bryce we have Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Yisi, Rabbi Avid Melayad. Another Bryce we have the son of Rabbi Yisi quoting him as saying that you could bring in a handful. Says Gemara to Tanabon, Kimol Avanim Rukuzalis Mutalachas Besikisalachas. A person is allowed to bring three of these rocks into the bathroom in order to use as paper, as tissue paper. Kami Shir and what is the Shir? Rameir Rameir says Kegus. The Shir is of a Egus of a nut. Rudam Rabbi Yehuda says Kebeah of a Eg. Amar Rav from Bar Papa Amar Rav Chizda. Kimachlekes Kan Kachlekes Basrik. Just we have Machlekes over here where the Shir is like a nut or like an egg. So if we have Machlekes Gabi Basrik, what is the proper Shir and Basrik? Says Gemara, Hasam Asnis and Hacha Brisa. Over there, it's a mission of the Gabi Esrog. That was that's a Machlekes and mission. Over here, it's a Brisa. So normally, we don't say that just like it's a Machlekes and a Brisa, so it's a Machlekes and a Mishnah. Meaning what the what everybody knew and what came first, Pashas was the Mishnahis. So Lachar, we should what we should say is just like it's a Machlekes and a Mishnah, so it's a Machlekes and a Brisa. So says Gemara, that, we have to correct it and make that statement like that. Elma Kamachlekes Esrog, Kach Machlekes Kan. Just like it's Machlekes in regards to Esrog, so it's Machlekes over here and the Brisa in regards to taking the rocks into the bathroom. Says Gemara, right there, Ruda, Avlois a pious person not allowed to use the pious. You're not allowed to use that to wipe yourself and chop. Says, where are my pies? What's this pies? What type of rock is it? I'm Reb Zera. Karshina Babliyasa. These are pebbles in, Bab- in Babel, which Rashi explains are not good for wiping because they are very small and they crumble and therefore you're not going to allow to bring them into the bathroom on Shabbos. Says the Gemara Baiter. I'm Rav Aslam Says, Rav, a person is not allowed to use a rock on Shabbos like he would use it during the week. And Rashi explains that when a person would have an issue with going to the bathroom, so he'd put a rock in Baisim Makam to open, so open the place so they'd be able to go to the bathroom easier. So Rav says, you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos like you do it during the week. So it says, Gemara Maskele, Marzutra, the stockings, you're going to tell me the person should be in a situation of Sakana, meaning you're not going to let him do that. Then it's going to be a Sakana, so we should have to let him do that. And it says, Gemara, Kalachar, no, we didn't say you can't do it at all. He just meant that you shouldn't do it the regular way. You should do it, Kalachar, And again, interesting discussion we've shown what exactly was the issue of putting a rock there on Shabbos. Maybe a problem they're afraid you're going to take out hairs or other issues, but uh, issue of smoothing. Again, interesting discussion we've shown him. Says, Gemara, right there. If a person has a place where he normally goes to the bathroom, then you're allowed to bring in the amount of a handful of rocks. And Rashi explains, because then if a person has a basic key to Kavua, then he can leave the rocks in on Friday night. I'll be able to have the rocks here tomorrow, so you can bring in a lot of rocks, because I'll have it for the whole Shabbos. And if not, he's allowed to bring exactly the amount of rocks, three rocks the size of A, Ege is the middle shear. This is our Rashi, learns the Gemara, Tyson, other Rishon, the Gemara differently. They put the next line of the Gemara Together, but Rashi learns the Gemara that they're talking about two separate things. So, according to Rashi, the Gemara is telling us that a person who does not have basic Yisikivu, he's only allowed to bring in three small rocks, he's not allowed to bring a handful. Says the Gemara right there, Meducha, then we're going to go according to Rashi to gear up, Meducha, Katana, Shalbasamim, a small mortal pestle which you use for Basamim, which Rashi learns they would use to go to the bathroom. Amr of Shesh, Rav Shesh said, Amr Shalav aid, Mutter. If there is some remnants of people who went to the bathroom, then it's going to Mutter to use because then it's not going to Muktzah. I Meaning, normally, you would not be able to use this to wipe yourself in Chavis, this, this mortar, because it would be Muktzah. But if you see that there's a little bit of remnants of that, 
people went to the bathroom and everybody, then it's considered miyuchad for Shabbos, and therefore you're allowed to use it to wipe yourself. Says the Gemara, Meisve, is that true? That a person is allowed to or supposed to use something which somebody else used to wipe themselves. But as we said in the Bryce, there are 10 things which lead a person to having bathroom issues, to having stomach issues. A person who eats different types of leaves, and these ridged pieces of meat, which have been salted, which is a dog, and the spine of the fish, and the fish which is salted, which is not cooked completely, and a person who drinks the sediment of wine, and a person who uses any one of these items, which his friend used. So you see clearly that a person is not supposed to wipe himself with something that his friend used to wipe himself. And some people say, even a person who squats in the bathroom, but the Gemara is asking from the point that we said before that the Bryce says a person is not allowed to wipe himself with something that somebody else used to wipe. So how can you tell me that it's going to be mutter to wipe yourself with this mortar on Shabbos if somebody else already used it but we said you're not supposed to use it because a person is going to get sick and it's going to be a problem you shouldn't use it that's when it's wet when the other person's remnants are still wet but this we said it's going to be mutter that's when it's dry when the excrement is dry it's not a problem. This that we said it's a problem you shouldn't use the same Item that a person to use to wipe himself that's on the same side, but if you use the other side, then it's going to be mutter. This that we said, it's going to be mutter, that's when it's your own excrement. However, if it's somebody else's excrement, then it's going to be a problem. What's Allah if the rain came and wiped away the excrement on the on the mortar? Do we say now it's still going to be a problem because now it's not there anymore? Now it's going to be a problem. If you still see that there was a reisham and made an impression on the mortar, even though the actual pieces of the excrement are not there anymore, but as long as you could tell that it was once there, it's going to be mutter to use on Shabbat, it's not going to be a problem, Moksa. Says, Hey, looking right there, Baimene Rabbi Barshila, Merav Chizda, Mala, Laisam, Akhrav Lagag, is it mutter to bring up the rocks to the roof on Shabbat? And Rashi explains, Is it going to be a problem of Tircha that we're going to learn later on? But as Hashem, there's going to be an issue of Tircha on Shabbat. The person's not supposed to do too much extraneous work on Shabbat. So it's a problem to bring up these rocks to wipe himself on Shabbat or not. And there's a very important Rashi here, which Rashi over here says that the for when a person who is an honorable person he finds something which is not if he is covered and he's not to return it because we say that it's and the problem with this Rashi is, is that the Gemara Brachas concluded that it was not referring to this lab it was referring to the lab of Loi Sasser so the Maritzchis over here discussed this Kash the Marshavir talks about this and Megillah Dr. Yolam talks about this again a very interesting discussion we spoke about a little bit in Brachas so we saw the Sugya on the few Testament days but anyway so the Gemara is coming out that it's going to be Mutter to bring these rocks to the roof on Shabbos because it's not a problem of Tircha, because we would take it because of Kavadabri. It says, I'm going to write to you, Yasser Meimar, Reimar, Blazer, Eimar, Naito, Adam, it's never going to ask a Kasha on our side. That we said it's going to be Mutter because of Kavadabri, but he asked the Kasha, Blazer, Eimar, Blazer, and Naito, Adam, Kisam, Mishal, Fanam, Lachas, Baishinaf. Blazer said a person is allowed to take a small thorn, a small twig, in order to clean out his teeth. It's not going to be a problem. That a person is only going to take a small piece of wood, a small toothpick from the tree of the animal, because that's already moved from Erev Shabbos, that's already appeared from Erev Shabbos. The Gemara is asking, if you're going to tell me that, says, so why the Chacham say it's only going to be mutter? If it's in front of you, it's not going to be a problem. So even if it would be a problem, so the Chacham mutter because it's covered to get the thing stuck out of your tooth. And it says, the Gemara, the Chacham says, no, over there, when a person knows he's going to be eating in a meal somewhere specific, so then he should prepare before, and then he should have a toothpick. Whenever when it comes to going to the bathroom, it's, people don't know exactly when they're going to need the bathroom, and therefore they're going to allow you to bring the rocks into the bathroom on Shabbos because of of Kavad Abrius. And again, a very interesting discussion. We didn't speak about it so much when we did Masechus Brachas about what exactly constitutes Kavad Abrius. What exactly is the makar of Kavad Abrius? Is Kavad Abrius a mitzvah to follow? That there's a mitzvah for a person to keep himself to be machobed. Is it an Inav Ashkafa? Is it an Inav Musar? Again, a very interesting discussion. Says the Halakhic Gemara Vaiter. 
Amravuna, we are nine lines down from the top in the middle of the on the middle of the Amravuna Aslafana is beside the near Bishabbat. The person not to go to the bathroom in a field which has just been plowed. He's not to go to the bathroom on the, in that field on Shabbos. My time, why? If you're going to tell me because we're talking about someone else's field and you're not to go to the bathroom because you're going to mess with that person's field. So I feel behold Nami. So even during the week, it's going to be answered because you're not going to mess that person's field up even during the week. You'll tell me because it's a problem because of the grass that we're afraid that if you use the rocks in the field and there's going to be grass attached to the rocks and you use it to wipe yourself and the, the grass is going to become detached. That would be a problem on Shabbos. If you have a rock, which you have grass, which is growing out of the rock, you're allowed to use it to go to the bathroom because we assume it's never Shabbos. You don't intend to get the grass off. But whenever a person pulls off the grass from the rock, is going to be on Shabbos. So that's the Gemara the Chayyim Mutter to use the rocks on Shabbos, even though you might get the grass off. It's never Shabbos. Maybe we're afraid a person is going to pick up a rock from the part of the field which has piles of rocks, and he's going to, after he finishes using it, he's going to throw it into a place where there was a hole in the Ground. A person who has a hole in his house and he fills it up in his house, and if he has a hole in the field, and he has a hole in the field, it's going to be because of Kharish. Therefore, we're afraid that a person is going to use a rock in the field on Shabbos and then he's going to throw it down in the ground and he's going to fill up a hole in the ground, which would be a problem of Kharish and Shabbos. If you have a rock which grass is growing out of it, Allah is allowed to use it to wipe yourself. However, a person intentionally intends to get it off, you're going to be chayav chatas on Shabbos. Amr, and again, b'shegeg, a person's doing b'shegeg, if he gets that at Shabbos, if he gets that, it's going to be us, it's going to be chayav chatas. Amr, papi, shlamanam, or doishlakish, so we hear from this dinner of reishlakish, that a person is allowed to take the rock and pick it up from the ground, even though the grass is attached to the rock. Hi, parsifa, charlotte, a person is allowed to move a flower, a flower plot on Shabbos, even though the flower pot is on the ground. We don't say that since it's attached to the ground, it's going to be a problem to move. We say now that since the flowers are on the flower pot, it's not going to be a problem to move the flower pot, and that's going to mutter on Shabbos. It says the Gemara of Vaiter, Maskevlei, of Kahana, going to tell me just because the Rabbana mattered you to move these things on Shabbos for when a person needs to go to the bathroom, who said the Rabbana going to mattered and move the flower pot on Shabbos? Just stop and say if you want to move it. Meaning, the Rabbana only mattered you to move the rock with the grass on top of it because a person needs to go to the bathroom. A person needs to use it to wipe himself. But maybe the Rabbana would not matter to move the flower pot on Shabbos. It's right there on by Parfisa, Hail of Asli, this Parfisa, this flower pot, which is a that has a hole in the bottom. You have a flower pot which has a hole in the bottom. So it says Abaya, which is on the ground. So it says Abaya, once we were talking about it, let me tell you Allah about this flower pot. If you place the flower pot on the ground, and you picked it up, and you put it on top of, on top of pegs, on top of poles, you're going to be because of Tylish, because it's like you disconnected from the ground. Meaning we look at it as if the plants were attached to the ground, and now you picked it up, so now it's detached from the ground, and therefore you're going to be And let's say you do the other way around. Let's say the flower pot was on top of, was on top of poles, was not connected to the ground, and then you put it on top of the ground, and now we look at it as if you're going to be because of planting, because now it's on top of the ground, even though it's not actually connected to the ground. Since it's a atzatznakov, since it's a flower pot which has a hole in the middle, therefore we look at the plants as if they're connected to the ground, therefore you're going to be chayv. Again, Rashi here learns that we're talking about chayv and Rabbanu, we are not actually chayv and deraisa, and this atzatznakov, a very tight story here, talks about it as well. Interesting discussion with Shachtas Gitin of Zion and Beis. When we get there, we'll be marach a little bit more about this discussion. Whether atzatznakov, do we actually, is, this, is there this idea that flower pots can actually be yanik, even they're not actually growing from the ground itself, when it's on top of the ground? Do we say that it's considered Allah definition? We look at it as if it is getting nutrients. Again, an interesting discussion. We'll talk about it more when we get to the Gitin. Says the right there. We are approximately 15 lines up in the bottom. Amr Abiyachan in the middle of the Amr. Amr Abiyachan asal kanayach b'charet b'shabbos. A person is not allowed to use charet pottery to wipe himself on Shabbos. Says in my time, what's the reason you're not allowed to use on Shabbos? Elam sakana. If you're going to tell me because it's sakana, meaning it's not a good material to use, safiul b'chal nami should be also used even during the week. Velam mishum kshafim. So says in my no, it's because of kshafim because of problems of witchcraft. We'll just see more about what this problem is soon. Says in 
Amulet, so then it should be Asr even during the week. And maybe Kola is a problem that we're afraid you're going to disconnect the hairs in that place, and that's going to be a problem uh, on Shabbos. It says the Gemara, Darvashim Miskavin, that's going to be Darvashim Miskavin. So therefore, the Charitim Mutter to use this rock, uh, to use the Charitim, to use the pottery. So said a great person said this said this halacha. So we have to say pshat. Why he said this? So name a time. Let's say a reason. So he explained. Let me buy the aser. So he said, let me buy. It's pasha that during the week it's aser because of either witchcraft or sakana. I'll be shabbos. I'll be kateres kiel of shabbat. Maybe I'll tell you on shabbos since cheres actually is a teres kli since the pottery could be considered a kli. So we should rather allow you to use the pottery instead of using a rock, which should be would potentially be muksa. Kamash lano, kamash lano. That's going to be a problem even to use the cheres on shabbos, and therefore you're not allowed to use the pottery on shabbos either because it's sakana or because of witchcraft. And we tell you to rather use a rock, which would potentially had an issue of muksa, but they're not allowed you to do it because of kavod abuse. Says my right there, Rav Amas, Lamisha Masharis, Neiman Rav explains it's going to be also because of we're afraid you're going to disconnect, you're going to cut off the hair. The Kashle, Rabbi Yechon, and he has to use Rabbi Yechon. Mir, Rabbi Yechon, also can't have Chayes with Shabbos. Rabbi Yechon say that's also to use the Chayes wipe yourself on Shabbos. I'm a Darvish and Miskavan Aser, so it appears that Rabbi Yechon is going to hold Darvish and Miskavan is going to be Aser, meaning because the person doesn't intend to. Con- to cut off his hair is when he wipes himself. So the only reason why it would be usher is because Darvishim's Gavim is usher. I but ask the Gemara. We have a place where we see that Rabbi normally holds Darvishim's Gavim's mutter. Vama Rabbi Yechon Alach Kastam Mishnah. We said that Rabbi Yechon holds Alach Kastam Mishnah. Mishnah. The time we learned the Mishnah. Nazir Chayvim. If Asiyas and Nazir is allowed to clean his hair and to part his hair of lay serik, he is not allowed to comb his hair because then we're afraid he's going to take out hairs. But says the Gemara, you see clearly that even though even when a person washes his hair, maybe he's going to take out hairs. The Mishnah says it's going to be mutter because Darvishim's Gavim is going to be mutter because he doesn't intend to take the hairs out. So says the Gemara. The we see that Rabbi Yechon. Passing like a stam mission. This stam mission sounds like Rabbi Shimon is going to mutter. So answers Gemara on the Chorat to Kernas and Baraisha. So rather the better tarets, the clearer tarets, like Rabbi Shimon said, that it's either going to be also because of Kshafim or because of Sakana. And the Chiddush was that even on Shabbos, where we thought that we would rather use a Charis because of the issues of Muksa, that it's going to be Aser. Says Gemara, Mike Kshafim. What was the issue of Kshafim that we said before that a person shouldn't wipe himself with pottery? Says Gemara, Kiyadur Chizur Rabbi Rahuna Avi Kaazli Barba. Like the story that Chizur and Rabbi Rahuna were going on a boat together. Amr Lo Matunisa. The certain woman said to them, Oisim Adaychu. I want to come join you on the boat. I want let me come on the boat with you. And again, interesting discussion. Who exactly these matronesses were in different kamars? It seems like they were different people. Maybe Jewish, maybe not Jewish. In the discussion, so, and they didn't let him. They didn't let her come on the boat. So this woman said a certain kishav. She said a certain witchcraft, and the boat was stopped in its place. So then the said some words of witchcraft, and they unlocked themselves, and the boat was able to continue on. They weren't stuck anymore. And again, interesting discussion. You take it like a Rashi. Exactly. Discuss why exactly it's going to be mutter for them to use kishav to unlock themselves. It sounds like from Rashi that they use the shame tower. If you look at the Enyakov, Enyakov says that it's mutter to use witchcraft to get yourself out of a situation where a person put you, put a person locked you up. But says the Gemara, So this Matunisa said, How come I cannot? Why can I, why is my magic not effective against you? Because you, Chachamim, you do not wipe yourselves with chasm, you do not wipe yourself with charis, and you do not kill the lice on your clothing, you just shake it off. You do not, when there's a bundle of vegetables, you do not eat the, the vegetable while it's still bundled up. To us, or Gina, rather, you, un, you unwrap the bundle first and then you eat it. So that's why we see clearly that this, this maid woman was saying that the reason why her magic is not effective on the Chacham, the reason why she cannot go fight against these Chacham is because they do not do these things. And one of the things was that they, they do not wipe themselves with pottery. So you see clearly that there's an issue of wiping yourself with pottery in relationship to magic. Now, there is a very interesting discussion in regards to the Shita Sarama, in regards to magic over here, that the Vilna Gain in Yerdea and Simon Kufa, and Tesukan. 
Daniel Gimel, where the Shulchan Aruch is talking about issues of Kishaf and Nichash. So the Shulchan Aruch Omer passes like the Rambam brings down the Rambam Pirish Mishnayis, and the Rambam says like this as well in Marinavucha that the Rambam says that all these types of magic were not real magic, were not real incantations, and there were some sort of tricks that they used to do. And if you take the Rambam writes that that the Rambam writes that all these things are Sheker. And if you take a look at the Me'iri in Sanhedrin, Lafkuf Aleph, Amad Aleph, he seems to say a similar concept like this. If you take a look at the Rambam son, Rabbi Rambam Rambam, in Mil Chamat Hashem, which is the Sefer that the Rambam son wrote to defend his, the father's Sefer, the Marvuchim, against the people who were the opposition, the Rambam son seems to write like this as well. That the Rambam held that, and the Rambam and other Rishayim, possibly many of the Gaiyim, held like this as well, that all these things were Sheker, these were all fake, these were all false. However, the Vilna Gaiyim writes that, philosophy, Arura, the Vilna Gaiyim writes that the Rambam and the Shachanar, who's quoting the Rambam, went after philosophy, and that's why he, they said that these things don't work, because the says the Vilna So the Vilna Gaiyim says, look, we find many stories in the Gemara, including our Gemara right over here, that you see that. The Gemara is quoting stories where people use names, they use Kishaf, which actually worked, it actually did things. And he writes as many places like this as well. And he writes, philosophy, says that the Rambam explained that none of these things actually work, and explained all these Gemaras, not in their simple manner, is because the Rambam was Nimshach after philosophy, the Rambam was Nimshach after rationalism and intellectualism, and therefore the Rambam could not explain that these things actually worked in Baderach magic. Whoever says the Vilnagain, I don't believe in that. I think that these things actually do work, and these th- things do have deeper meaning. However, not like the philosophers explain them, rather, some sort of El Shabali Emes, some sort of truth, which again, it's exactly what exactly the Gemara is talking about and what type of magic we are referring to. I don't know, but the Vilna guy is telling us that he believed, and many of the Rishayim believed, that there were these real types of magic that actually worked. That there were these real Karachatomas. It's actually interesting too. It's Radvaz, Radvaz, Mechilek Gimel, Tzim, and Hey, where he quotes the sheet of the Miri that Shadim and these types of things don't actually exist. But here, and he writes at the end and says, don't, just because I quote the Miri, don't think I actually believe what the Miri says. Rather, he says, don't don't think shining makish mesis hashedim can imayim be kol dever chazal filu tzicha kal shem kol shkein shaksum pshutei emeral matusim. He says that even though I quote the sheet to me, it doesn't mean I actually believe what the mirror said. I disagree with the mirror. I hold that all these things are kapshuta, and we have to understand them on the simplistic level as well, not just that they are marshals and leeches for other things. Again, a very interesting discussion, which we'll see. This is going to play itself out in many different commodities. We're going to see how exactly the sheetas that hold that Shadim and Kishu didn't actually exist is going to be a very interesting discussion. If anybody has any more around on the issue, we'd love to hear. And as we go through, we will deal with this issue. Quick as always, today, the Gemara on the Amadal brought down this year in order for a person to be high when it brings out. Rocks and chavis, rocks and bones. The Gemara wrote down that people used to use rocks to use in the bathroom. The Gemara explained that a person is allowed to bring in three types of rocks, or he's allowed to bring in a handful of rocks to the bathroom on Shabbos. Not going to be a problem. Looks not going to be a problem itself. Then the Gemara on Bays went through that it's not going to be a problem to use the rocks on Shabbos, even if they have grass in it, because since he's not machavin to detach the grass, it's not going to be a problem. And then finally, we saw the Gemara at the end brought down an interesting story where the Gemara explained that it's going to be a problem to use charis, to use pottery, to wipe yourself in the bathroom because that's going to be an issue of kishaf, an issue of witchcraft, and therefore a person should not do that side during the week and side on Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.